If your body could talk, what would it say? Would it share how good it feels filled with health and vitality, or would it admit that it doesn't feel as good as it could? Many of us are walking around in bodies that are screaming to be heard, and when we don't listen, things only get worse. So, with the help of Jackie Sharples, our bodies have taken things up a notch. They've written us a book. My name's Jackie Pretty, and I'm the founder and head editor of Grammar Factory, and in this week's episode of Entrepreneur to Author, I'm speaking with Jackie Sharples, author of If Your Body Could Talk and founder of Carpe Diem Wellbeing. Welcome, Jackie, and thank you for being with us today. Thank you very much, Jacqueline. That was an amazing introduction. <laughs> You're welcome. So would you mind um, telling us a bit about you and your business and how you got into that field? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so I run a business called um, Carpe Diem Wellbeing, and we um, specialise in working with um, corporate and professional women in the health and wellbeing field. So basically, the way that I got into this business was really um, by being, I guess, or experiencing what my clients experienced. I was a corporate engineer uh, working in the professional space, um, whilst always having, I guess, a passion for fitness and wellbeing. So um, in my spare time, uh, a few years ago, a friend and I set up a, a fitness and wellbeing business on the side using our, our spare hours, I guess, to do personal training and group fitness for women. And over the last couple of years, I guess, really saw um, some needs and opportunities in this space to provide some more holistic programs for women that weren't just about fitness. Mm. So, um, yeah, I guess just led by uh, my passion and maybe a bit of stupidity, um, <laughs> We left my job as an engineer last year to pursue this business full-time um, to grow some more holistic um, programs for women, which will hopefully have a little bit more impact and I guess, the siloed offerings that are around at the moment. So I guess it's a bit of a passion business for me, which, um, yeah, I'm enjoying running at the moment. Mm. I suppose a passion business is probably the best one to have as well. Yeah, I guess at times it can be a little bit confusing. <laughs> as we all know, mm. but it definitely, um, it feels right when things work, that's for sure. Um, and it's a lot of fun, a, a lot of fun as, as well as being hard work, as you know. Mm. Mm. So could you tell us a bit about your book, If Your Body Could Talk? Yeah, so um, the book is called If Your Body Could Talk, and it's a collection of letters written from your body to you. Um, so it's really written particularly for females, um, professional females working in corporate environments who are really I guess struggling to find time for their for their bodies amongst amongst a busy social and work life. Mm. Um, we often all have big to do lists, and our bodies and exercise and eating right seems to always slip down. I guess the bottom of that list. So the book is less of a how to, and it's more of a book around um, your mindset and thinking about your relationship with your body. Mm. It's just challenging some of the day to day choices that you make and thinking about how that might impact your body. Okay, so if our bodies could talk, um, which which they can, but using language, if they could talk, what are some of the things they'd say? Yeah, well, that's interesting. Well, I guess there's lots of different things that our bodies would say to us, and it really does depend on uh, what we do. Um, but I guess, for example, the letters um, are really talking about um, specific things, each letter. So, for example, one of the letters could be about um, how – I guess what your body experiences when you work all day. So a lot mm. of us work at desk, sitting down, we're really busy um, from dusk till dawn, um, but our bodies really aren't experiencing anything. So the conversation in that letter is really about um, getting you to understand that your body's not doing anything all day mm. and it needs to move. 
Um, another example is something like what you choose to have for lunch. We often think what's easiest, what's cheapest or what's yummiest. Um, <laughs> but the conversation for our body could be, well, what does your body actually really need to function? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the body, the body has lots of things to say to us, um, some negative things, but some positive things too because I think we also look at the relationship with your body from the point of view that your body knows you really well. Um, and is there to support you and kind of be your best friend. So it's not all negative. There's definitely some uplifting um, letters in there as well. Okay, and what motivated you to write this book? Um, So I was part of uh, a business development program called the Key Person of Influence Accelerator Program, Um, and part of that program was um, to do some writing and to write a book. So uh, I never thought I'd obviously write a book, but it was part of the program and I do love a challenge. Um, (laughs) I love to write. So I guess I just, um, I thought I'd give it a go really. So that was the motivation to write the book that it was part of a program, but also that, um, yeah, it really appealed to me being a published author, Mm -hmm. um, writing something as well. So being someone who hadn't planned to write a book, and who wasn't a writer previously, how did you find the writing process? Yeah, it was it was challenging. Um, like I said, I love to write, but uh, writing a book is definitely a different type of writing experience. Mm. Um, I, find, I found coming up with the idea in the first place was the first challenge. Um, the first idea I came up with that I wrote um, a full book on, I scrapped. Um, so I think that took a bit of mental energy to then pick myself up and rewrite um, the second book. But um, the first book didn't feel right when when it kind of came out. I I reread it and thought, you know, it just didn't quite sit right. So I think Mm. it's all part of the process um, of writing a book is probably um, scrapping some of the stuff you write as well. Um, So, but I actually found the writing really enjoyable. Um, I thought about my clients the whole way through the book, so I found it quite easy to write. Um, I found finishing off the book was probably the hardest thing, so it kind of felt okay to to dump out a lot of words, but then finessing it Mm -hmm. and exactly to the place where you're comfortable with other people reading it, uh, I think that was was the more difficult piece for me. so, and then I guess those days where you're, uh, where you're struggling to write and, and fighting the lizard in your head, <laughs> that your writing's not good today, um, but it was good having the support of others that were writing at the same time, seeing mm. the same thing. So um, I, I actually enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed the process. Okay. I'm curious about um, something you just said, which was getting the confidence to actually have other people read it. and. Yep. How did you get to that place where you were okay with, you know, sharing it with friends and editors and people who'd review it and turn it into the final book? Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, when I finished writing the book, um, I was actually uh, – I headed off to a um, holiday in Japan and I sent off the final, I guess, manuscript to a group of my close friends, family and some of my clients as my first, um, and of course the editor had already look at, looked at it. Um, and as soon as I pressed send, I, I uh, yeah, really did have this feeling of um, dread and embarrassment. <laughs> like, oh, God, I can't take it back now. Exactly. Oh, my God. Um, and because I was away on the other side of the world and, you know, should have been snowboarding and not working, I, I just had to kind of sit with it, I guess, for a few days and I couldn't talk to anyone or anything like that. 
Um, but it was really good because it helped me, I guess, already think about parts of the book that I thought was a bit uncomfortable with, mm. um, which letters came to mind. Was, oh, are they going to think this letter is silly? Um, so I guess part of the process of, of getting out there and letting other people read it, um, yeah, I guess it's all part of the process of knowing which parts of the book you might be very comfortable with or uncomfortable with. Mm. Um, and then I think a, bit, a little bit of it is just um, letting go of letting go of being a perfectionist um, and I guess I do a lot of reading of Seth Godin's work and he often talks about um, criticism and perfectionism and the lizard brain um, and I think there's always going to be someone that doesn't like something you've written, there's always going to be someone that critiques what you what you say. So um, I guess when I got the first bit of feedback back from my clients and they liked what they were reading, that gave me the confidence then to say, right, um, it's, you know, it's good enough to, to help other people. Mm. So, yeah, I think a bit of feedback and a little bit of just self-belief. And at the end of the day, you know, it's only a book. Um, you know, it's not the end of the world if it's something that people don't love. It's not me. Um, so, yeah, I think you got to take it not too seriously as well. Mm. Mm. So you're a self-published author. Yeah. Now, I'd like to hear a little bit about how you manage the self-publishing process. So did you go to a single self-publishing company or did you individually hire an editor and a designer and a printer? Yeah, look, I did manage it all by myself. Um, and we had obviously got, we were going through a program, so I had some good advice, but it was a little bit like putting together a puzzle without a roadmap. <laughs> um, I definitely have learned a lot in the process. Um, I happened to at the time have a client who was an editor, so that was fantastic because she knew me, she knew my my coaching approach, mm. knew my message, so she was able to edit the book for me and knew me well, so that was just lucky. Um, and then my brother, who isn't a professional designer but knows his way around um, the programs like you know Adobe InDesign uh, and knew me as well, we sat down together and really worked through the design of the book as well. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and with the printers, I tried a few different local printers as well. So I was really very heavily involved in the process. Um, and I really enjoyed that because although I do it differently next time, I um, have really learned a lot about lots of the different elements of self-publishing now. So I Mm. think, um, I'll be able to have a lot better informed conversations with editors and designers in the future. Mm, Absolutely. So, um, how would you do it differently next time? Yeah, look, I think I'd, I'd, I probably would go to a one-stop shop um, and find the right person um, because there are lots of different things to coordinate and it is quite time-consuming. Mm. Um, that's probably the first thing that I'd do. Um, the second thing is I think I'd, I'd be a lot more organised in the release of the book. Um, I really um, finished the book very quickly to get it out for an event and didn't have a lot of the other things organised very well in terms of a media release and a media kit. Mm. Uh, things like that. So I think second time round, once the book's finished, I'd put a lot um, more effort into the launch phase of that of that book as well, uh, things that I guess I just didn't think about the first time round. Mm. Um, so hindsight's a wonderful thing. Um, so I, I don't think I would have actually done it differently the first time round though because I think I really learned a lot through the process. Mm. Yeah, it almost, it almost needed to happen that way so you'd learn these lessons. Absolutely, definitely, mm. yep. So what impact has being a published author had on your business? Mm. So 
At the moment, I haven't promoted and released the book on a very big scale. I really only did a soft release to my um, my, my local community and my client base. Um, but having said that, the books really helped me uh, with new clients. So being able to give that book to potential clients is uh, better than any brochure or website or even a sales conversation. Um, the way that they can take that book away and get a feel for you as a coach um, has been fantastic. Um, it's really helped me, um, I think, sign on potential clients um, for my both my group program and the, my one-on-one -on -one coaching. Mm -hmm. The other thing it's already helped with is, is partnerships. So uh, I run a program called Body Love. It's a three-month coaching program and leading up to um, the program, we were able to partner with Lululemon and some other businesses and having the book there from a credibility standpoint, but then also just from a connection standpoint, so they understand what you're about as a business and a person um, and they can see whether or not their message is aligned with yours has, has really been fantastic. It helped secure those partnerships a lot more easily. Um, and I guess I'm really looking forward to, I've got a revised edition which will be released in the next couple of weeks and I will release it properly on a larger scale and I'm really excited to see what that'll do around um, profile and following as well. Mm. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what that does from, yeah, from here on in as well. But it's, a, it's an amazing tool around um, credibility and around connecting with your potential client base, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that without even doing a big marketing launch, you've already had those opportunities come up. Mm. I mean, and Lululemon's huge, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been quite amazing. Um, and the, the way that people... Uh, I guess are amazed by how you've written a book mm -hmm. uh, is, is quite a beautiful thing. It's great, I guess, for your, you know, for your peace of mind and your confidence and self-belief as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's been really fantastic for me so far. Um, and I really haven't leveraged it much at all. So mm -hmm. I'm quite excited about um, what we can do over the next 12 months with it. Mm. No, I do. I do just want to expand on this a little bit because I think it's important um, in that, the book helped you get clients as well as helping build your credibility. And, you know, one of the reasons for that is if someone is trying to choose a coach, then, and it's, you know, they both have similar experience and they're both offering similar things. And one mm. of them has a book. Well, it makes it very easy to choose because clearly the one who has a book, no, um, whether or not it's true, <laughs> clearly, you know, clearly they really know their stuff and they're really, I know, established and a leader in their field and the book sets you up as that person. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it shows, um, you know, that you're serious about the field that you're in as well, mm -hmm. particularly in the health and fitness and wellbeing industry. It's a, it can be quite a transient industry, a lot of people coming and going. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it does uh, help to establish you in that space that you're someone serious about the industry. Um and also just the way it can deepen your connection with the client um, without you being present is mm. really interesting as well. So from a differentiating point of view, uh, I'm not someone who's written a book on, you know, the five steps to being fitter or, um, you know, the latest diet. So it really is a different health and fitness book. So for my potential clients, it helps them to see straight away that we are quite different to our mm. competitors as well. Um, which is something that to have a conversation about would be quite difficult. But when it's written in the book, it's, um, yeah, it's easy for them to kind of see after only a couple of pages. So, um, yeah, yeah, it really is an amazing thing. Um, and it's 
yeah, I definitely wouldn't take it back and I wish I had more books already. <laughs> so are you planning the next book then? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have uh, two two new books, uh, new book ideas. Oh, wow. <laughs> you don't waste time? Yeah, that's right. I, I've, I've been lucky out of the first book. Um, I've met with um, a couple of high-profile high people already about uh, another book which is on a similar vein um, with letters from the body but written by a different audience of people. Um, and I have another book as well. Do you want to know about it? Or Yeah, sure. Um, my other book is really about, about self-belief mm. um, and that's been one, I guess it's an, something that needs to exist that my clients are looking for that we can't find. So um, it's definitely something that needs to be written as well. So, mm. yeah, I'm excited to get started on them, but I need to release the first book properly first. <laughs> the, the to-do list is, is getting longer with self-publishing. But mm. um, I think one of the things going through the process of self-publishing is that it really isn't that difficult and it's very accessible um, and very inexpensive. Um, so I feel like it's just an opportunity that's waiting for us. So, yeah, it's exciting to think about, um, I guess, producing more. And the other thing is once you've done it once, you know the steps to do it again. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you need to learn it from scratch every time. Exactly. There'll be less mistakes made for sure. <laughs> um, and, yeah, you're right. I think it will get easier mm -hmm. uh, you know, every, every time that you release a book. So, yeah, it's exciting. So to finish up, um, where can our listeners go to learn more about you and your business and your book? Yeah, so you can head to um, the book's website, which is www.ifyourbodycouldtalkbook.com.au or you can head to my business website, which is www.carpedmwellbeing.com.au. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. No problem. It's been my pleasure. And I look forward to seeing the revised edition of If Your Body Could Talk. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. I look forward to showing it to you.